we actually got confirmation of this uh, in our last meeting at the Facebook headquarters just literally this week from our, our account rep, our partner manager, and asked him to confirm that on the targeting, that Facebook's targeting is able to target people based on their web browsing history. And he said, absolutely, yes. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Welcome back to Perpetual Traffic. And on today's episode, this is going to be a fun one because uh, Molly, Ralph, and myself are all hanging out together in, uh, in a hotel room here in Austin, Texas. We flew into Austin to hang with Molly, do some planning for the podcast for 2016. Uh, tomorrow, uh, she invited us to an awesome mastermind in the afternoon, and we're all three eating lunch at Facebook at the headquarters with, with our partner manager. So excited about that. Whenever we have our calls with our partner manager or we meet him in person like we are tomorrow, he always asks us to bring as many questions as we have for him. So if you ever have any questions that you might want answered related to Facebook ads, uh, policy, strategy, new features, anything like that, make sure you join Digital Marketer Engage. That's the best place to ask these kinds of questions. Facebook Ads University, which is the membership over at Dominate Web Media, same thing. If you want us to bring our questions to them, join those groups you know, so we can get connected in there and really help you take your business to the next level. So how are we doing, guys and gals? Doing awesome. all right. Awesome. Yeah, happy to be here. Cool, cool. So we're all kind of in a triangle, kind of facing each other. So there yeah. could be a few laughs in, in, in between here, making fun of each other. Cause yeah, we're never house. together. Keith lives in Seattle, Ralph is in Boston, and I'm in Austin. Yeah, so. and we might shortly be joined by housekeeping, too. So, yeah, you know, the <laughs> surprises. Yeah. If you hear any cackling, that's probably Ralph and Molly uh, laughing at something funny or weird that I'm doing. So, <laughs> all right, let's get right into it. So, on today's episode, uh, we're going to actually be walking you through. Seven real life examples of how to use paid traffic to get more customers for a local business. All right. So if you're a local business, if you have a business where people have to walk in the front door, uh, or even if you have a, a like a business that's a service based business where you go up and show up at people's houses, which in a lot of cases are businesses that people have had a lot of challenges in the past to use paid traffic like especially facebook ads um we're going to give you guys some examples of stuff that's working that we've used with our clients that some of our colleagues and friends have used with their clients and so we're excited to get to get right into it so hopefully you can take one or two of these strategies and and put them into use we thought that giving you seven examples would really be the best way to do this because you can kind of pick and choose which are the most applicable to your business. And if you implement one, it can make a really, really big difference in your business and, and generating customers. And like Keith said, that's a, a question that we get all the time. You know, how does the traffic strategy that you guys teach on perpetual traffic actually work for a local business? And it definitely works. But even better news, if you're a local business or you're someone that consults with local businesses, it's even easier for you. The real benefit that a local business has is that your targeting is pretty much already defined for you. You know that these people live in a certain city or zip code or even a state. So you really have the added benefit there. Also, brand awareness and just really spreading the message about your business is really an effective way to advertise if you're a local business. And if people can recall your ads, you know, later in time and remember that you were the masseuse offering the, the discount, it can have really big benefits for your business. 
And I think this is really in addition to not in place of search-based advertising, which I think a lot of businesses do right now, which is great. And, you know, that is a tremendous way where you get intent-based ads in front of people who are actively looking for your product or service. So this is definitely not a do this instead of that. This is in addition to that. And what we also notice is that when we start doing Facebook ads for whether it's a large agency client or we have a consulting client or somebody within you know DM Engage who starts doing local ads is that once they actually see you on a social platform or see your brand, that actually increases your organic traffic because they might need to do a little bit more research, do a search for your brand name. So there is a branding aspect to this, but you know, at the end of the day, it's all about um, increasing awareness of your service or your product, and then I'm ultimately buying. And it's a great adjunct to search-based traffic. Very different strategy, bear in mind, but we'll get into all those seven examples here today. And you know, what's funny is, is what inspired me to go all in on Facebook ads like five, six, seven years ago or whatever it was, was because I used to own local businesses. I used to own uh, two different locations as a part of two different franchises. So about four different locations. And we used to do a lot of uh, all the traditional stuff, direct mail, Val pack, coupon mailers, local radio, uh, once in a while, local TV, and then billboards. And when it was like $10,000 to do a billboard, on a road that wasn't even that busy of a road. And then I saw how like, oh my gosh, we can put up a Facebook ad for free and then like literally create the ad for free, but only pay on a per click basis. It's like, it blew my mind. So I just kind of went all in on it. And, um, you know, fast forward six years here, here's where we're at. But basically back then all we could do was sidebar ads. Now you can do all this rich media. Basically you can run your own TV commercials using a video ad for like 100 times less than the cost of a TV commercial. So, and Keith, that's such a good point because if you think about a branding ad in terms of a video ad, TV commercials are obviously very expensive. You can do a Facebook video ad for $5 a day to people in your local area. And not only is it cheaper, but you can actually track the results, right? Exactly. Like with a billboard, I mean, you know, I'm sure there are certain ways that you could you could track its effectiveness, but not in the way that you can online and, and with these social platforms. You could do it in such a small amount of budget. Who was it that we were talking about the other night? It was with the taxi driver back to our plane yeah. in Vegas. We were explaining like how you can do it like pennies at a time instead of having to do a $10,000 media buy or a $20,000 billboard. But the beauty of this type of stuff that we'll talk about today is that you can put that billboard on the exact roadway where your ideal customer exists as yes. opposed to paying for all the people that are never going to buy your stuff. Yep. So it's even better that way. So all kinds of good stuff here. Exactly. It's like having the billboard, but only pain is if a car pulls over in front of the billboard and then types the URL in or calls the number on that, then you're paying and, and only being displayed to your exact ideal you know, target audience. All right, let's get right into it. All right. First one, the first uh, example is uh, let's talk about the restaurant stuff. Ralph, uh, you, you shared a pretty cool example here. Yeah, yeah. This is one that uh, I really like because first off, I had really very little to do with it, so, which is always advantageous. I basically just, uh, I used to belong to a local BNI group, which is Business Networking International, for uh, many years. And it was all local businesses. And there was a couple of people there that I would stand up and I would talk about Facebook advertising and so forth. And one of the guys that's that's in the group owns a restaurant. And after about the third or fourth or fifth or sixth time that I mentioned that you can actually do this really easily, he started to take action on it. And all he did is he has a Facebook page for his restaurant. 
really simple. And he has a ad account that he has a credit card attached to. And every single time they post anything on their their business page for their restaurant, that little boost post button always appears. So he never really knew what was on the other side of that. And so I, I told him, I said, well, what is it that you want people to know about your business? He said, well, you know, Tuesday night we have like a half price deal. And then Thursday we've got karaoke. And then Friday we've got drink specials like from five to seven. I said, well, all you need to do is maybe upload an image or, you know, just write some copy just about that and just call it out. Say, hey, just want to let you know. Or, you know, hey, tonight is half price drink night or tonight is karaoke night. Come on by. You just write that ad copy in there. Maybe put an image in. I think his first couple of ones, he didn't even put an image. Um, and then he just boosted post and his targeting was the town that his restaurant was in. This is simple, simple stuff. So, uh, and he just, I don't think he even picked an age range or anything else. This is when I think boosting post was a little bit less detailed than it is today. But regardless, he came back the next week. He's like, dude, there was like so many more people at my restaurant that one night. And I, a lot of them said they saw me on Facebook. I said, well, there you go. It's just such an easy way to get started. Simple awareness campaign. I think he spent like 15 bucks total because he did it for three days at $5 a day. Amazing. If you've built a fan page for your local business, you can boost the post and do to people who like my page and their friends and make sure it's, it's people that actually live in your area and then, you know, you're scrolling through your feed. Well, if I see that Ralph likes this restaurant and they have specials tonight, well, heck, easy choice for me, right? Like, And I might even see you there. <laughs> yeah, there's social proof that my friend likes this restaurant and they have specials tonight. So super easy, guys, and just really a way to spread a message. Totally, totally. And I think the important part of this is that these people will see this at the Zero Moment of Truth, which Zmot is a book that I think we've a couple of us have read here. But anyway, the Zero Moment of Truth basically means the exact right time when they're going to make a buying decision. And people are constantly thumbing through their newsfeed, like, where are we going to go out to dinner tonight, honey? Kind of thing. Oh, this looks pretty good. Boom. Zero Moment of Truth. Off they go to his restaurant. Yeah. I think that's what makes it particularly effective. And just a quick tip there. If you do want some sort of tracking in place, you could just say, hey, mention that you saw this on Facebook and you get 20% off or 50% yep. off. And that's a you know really easy way to- Get you know, a free have, appetizer. Right. Have the right. server or one of your employees, whatever kind of business you have, just write that you know they came from Facebook. Don't even have to build a landing page. I mean, that's how simple you can make this. You know, and, and for example, okay, people are always wondering, okay, you're talking about amplifying blog posts and content and building goodwill. How do we do that? Well, like with a restaurant, what you could do is uh, people love behind the scenes. So like do a video with your iPhone sometime with one of the chefs in the back, how they do one of the meals, put that on Facebook and boost it. Okay. Yes. Or just a simple video that shows the food that you have to offer, the, the decor, you know, whatever is cool about your restaurant. If I saw that in my newsfeed for a restaurant in Austin and it was appealing to me, I would definitely go. Or maybe you've got a really nice view. I mean, where I live is like right near the ocean. So you could walk around with your iPhone and show the view. You know, if you've got a nice view of the (laughs) harbor or whatever, you know, you got to come down Um, (laughs) and then boost that. The same kind of thing Uh, or come up, I suppose it is because we're down right now. Um, You know, something really, really simple. This does not have to 
be overly complicated, yeah. but uh, it's just another way to do this for pennies at a time or really dollars yeah. at a time yep. to let people know that you are there and get them at that ZMOT when yep. they are ready to buy. And if they're not, if they're not ready to buy right then, which most people are not going to be, the branding that's happening, the collateral benefits, this is why we love this direct response uh, combined with branding is because if you're doing this over and over again and your video ads are going to cost you like anywhere between typically one to two cents per view. If it's a really small audience, it might cost you like four or five or six cents per view. But basically, guess what happens? If you go and you look at your Google Analytics, your brand search, people just typing in your name or your restaurant or just directly going into your URL will increase because of what you're doing with this kind of marketing. The worst thing that happens is they can't go tonight, but they like your page and then they see your boosted posts moving forward. So, you know, boost the post, gateway drug, definitely example number one. And all you've spent is five bucks. Yeah. So even if the, nobody shows up, that's a pretty, that's little money to at least yeah. test it. But, you know, uh, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it anyway. And people are always asking, how do I select my targeting for my local business? This is where a lot of times people are too hung up on the little things. Like, honestly, like Molly said, in a lot of cases with local businesses, you're targeting as broad as you can. I mean, you're, you're doing demographic targeting in some cases. Enter the city and then, you know, in your ad copy, say, hey, Austinites or hey, Boston. You know, if you call them out, they'll stop and, and they'll listen. Yep. yep. Super effective. That's the dog whistle call out that we've called in the past. Yeah. I mean, that's really, really simple ad copy. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think for a restaurant, it's 21 and over in your town. There you go. Don't do anything more because everybody eats. So what are you supposed to do? Likes restaurants or interests eating, you know, right. you make it really, really super simple. Plus, you know, Facebook wants slightly larger audiences. I think in this particular case, it was like 20 or 30,000 people in that town were on Facebook. So perfect size audience for a small five to $10 campaign. All right, number two. So here's a, a good example of a like a local chiropractic back therapy office that uh, we used to manage ads for. Now they do it all internally and do some pretty high volume. And basically what they do is originally and ongoing is a lot of times they'll just post an ad, they'll boost it and they'll see how it does, see how it works. And if they start to get good results, they'll start to dig deeper into it and scale it out. But they do different types of offers. Like for example, uh, the main core kind of offer is a free consult. So get in, come in for a free back consultation. And so they'll run uh, regular link post ads into that super basic landing page. They'll run video ads, video testimonial ads into that uh, free therapy uh, consultation. And they have to give their phone number. So if you opt in for this, this basically this coupon is what it is really. If you don't show up, guess what? They're following up with you with phone calls. Okay. The other thing that they do is they do content amplification just like we teach all the time on here. And they run some of their traffic into different blog posts related to like sciatica or lower back pain, those types of things, herniated discs. Okay. But you know, the majority of their spend is still driving traffic in to uh, an opt-in page, but they're doing a lot of like proof-based stuff. And, and that's really the key. And, and a lot of it, like I said, it's, it's, it's throwing spaghetti at the wall, see what works. And while they're doing all this direct response marketing, guess what? They're branding the crap out of their business. And so a lot of people don't have back pain at the time that they see that ad, but they're seeing it over and over again. And then when they do, guess where they go? 
they type in the URL and they go to that business. So there's a lot of branding that, that's happening there. Most of their content is actually just boosted content to a specific geography. And, um, you know, if you've got a single business in a single town, like our restaurant example, you can just do it to your town because everybody eats in that example. Maybe in this example, you do, you know, your individual towns and then 25 mile radius. If you have a business that is more highly specialized, if you're a local dentist or a local dental practice, probably not too much farther out than just a few miles around where your office location is. But in this particular location, there were five offices. So we, we did our, our interest targeting fairly broad from a geographic standpoint, but we also did do some other interests like back pain right. and sciatica and so forth. So, um, But one of their best, best parts to this strategy was that they just boosted their posts, just like we talked about in example number one, on their own. And each one of their posts, so this is meaning that you know they had uh, about three or four different categories, and it was actually five different categories of specific types of pain. They would boost these posts, but then categorize all those blog posts and create audiences for them inside their account. So that when they actually did a live seminar on sciatica, for example, or maybe they did another one on, um, you know, slip disc or herniated disc, they could then target those people who had read an article about a herniated disc. So they knew that those were very captive people in their audience. And these might not be hundreds of thousands of you know people in your audience, but they couldn't be 200, 300 doesn't matter. You know, all they needed was just a couple because their lifetime value of each client for them and each patient was 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 fairly high. So a little bit more of a complicated strategy here, but still really simple. Taking content that you have, boosting it, and then targeting people back to a live in-office demo seminar, something that's educational in nature. All right, let's keep going through the list here. Let's talk about number three. And before the, the call, Molly had talked about a great dentist example. We had a client that was a dentist, right? And he had obviously had a local business. I think he had a few different practices in, in the same town. And we were thinking, you know, what can we do to get people in the door? And he did a lot of cosmetic dentistry. We ran ads and the image was just a big pearly white smile. And as you scroll down the feed, you could not stop and, and look at this smile. And it just said, we're offering free teeth whitening for a limited time. And it, it went over to a landing page where someone would opt in for more information. So he was giving away a free teeth whitening, which is actually pretty expensive. And you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I wouldn't be able to give away something of that value. But once they got into his chair, he was able to upsell them on other cosmetic services. If someone is wanting to get their teeth whitened, then they're probably interested in another cosmetic service for their teeth. So think about something that you could give away help lower the barrier to entry here for these customers, give them a reason to come in, give them a, a free massage. And when they come in the door, see if you can upsell them on some services or hope that they'll become a return client. There are a lot of ways you can do this, no matter what you're offering, a free appetizer for a restaurant, anything that you can give for free. Are you going to get the people that will just come to get that free thing and never come back? Of course. That's always going to happen. But the ones that you do get that become lifetime customers, 
and will probably spend, you know, more money with you right in that sitting. You know, they'll get the free appetizer and have five drinks and dinner and heck, that was worth it, right? Yeah. And the other thing too is, is, is local businesses, a lot of times they, they might have a few other partnerships. There's other businesses that have similar types of customers. So maybe it's a cosmetic surgeon or something, uh, for, for example. But like, if you put this machine together, you know, talk to some of your, find out some other businesses that you can kind of partner up with. And, and if it's a, if it's a complimenting service, you can recommend that service to your customers and they might not even end up buying your thing. And, but it gives you more opportunities to monetize those leads and just always be thinking that. And that's kind of like adding a, a cross sell or uh, some kind of a higher ticket item if you don't have that. So give you the ability to, to, to spend more to, to find these new leads and customers. All right, so let's get to number four. Number four is basically something that you can do with any type of business, okay? Live events. So live events are a great way to use paid traffic uh, to, to be able to build your customer database. So for example, if I know somebody that has like a car dealership or an organization like a church or a school that's trying to do something like an open house, like Ralph, you mentioned, um, what I always recommend is do an event because they already do. If they're, if they're already doing events, right? Uh, car dealerships, they do these tent sales where they give away something really big and they'll give away like a thousand dollars cash or a free car or something like that and then do that but use facebook ads to fill up that event and the hook usually is whatever the the draw is maybe it's a concert maybe it's a giveaway at the event you got to have a good hook for your event but then use facebook to fill the heck out of that event and then once they're there you can do your magic we know someone that owns a shoe store and he partners with a local brewery and just gives out free beer right and has sort of a, a meet and greet event and you know is able to sell shoes because he's created buzz around this event and you know excitement and people come into the store and even if they don't buy then well they've come to the store they like the people they looked at the shoes and i guarantee you when they're ready to buy shoes uh they'll come back and the more they drink probably the more that they buy in that particular case and (laughs) sometimes you don't even need that i mean those are all great ideas of hooks um, to get people in. And sometimes you don't actually even need that. I mean, if you can't think of, geez, what would I actually offer? Well, you know, like an open house for a school. I mean, just getting, it's so small of an investment to get in front of your ideal customer, you know, with the age demographics that you can probably target. And I work with a local school, you know, where I live and they do exactly that. Very little in the way of targeting, but all they really do is just sort of promote stuff from their page. And then they have open houses to recruit new potential parents, mostly, you know, female uh, at a certain age range. Um, for their various programs, either it's pre-K or um, primary or middle school or high school. So they sort of target things specifically like that. And it's it, there's no huge hook here. If you can think of a hook, obviously in, inject that into it. But the ad cost is so minimal, it's so worth it to just do this sort of stuff on your Facebook page, especially when you have a very large lifetime value for a customer should they actually sign up and take action. That actually reminds me of another great example. One of our coaching clients who is part of our Facebook Navigator program where where we work with you as kind of a done with you program. I actually had a call uh, with this lady uh, earlier in the year and it was a consulting call before she was actually a a client of our high-end program now. 
And they have a, a local business with uh, a couple locations, and they have fine art photography and basically art galleries. And they were just looking to get more people into their galleries. And really on that call, I just walked her through how to take one of her videos and kind of Facebook eyes it, we call it, add some text overlays and make it really have a call to action on it and, and use it for Facebook and, and just give her the confidence to start running Facebook ads. And she took my advice and took action. And she was already an action taker just by going through the trainings. Uh, I love people like her. And all of a sudden, she starts running this Facebook ad, just basically kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall, not really knowing what to do, but just doing, right? And I get an email a few weeks later, just this awesome email saying, you know, happy student. We ran some Facebook ads and basically landed a huge high-end client from this big corporate company two states away, and which actually, over a period of a couple of months, led to like over a six-figure client. And now she has become a, a coaching client and they're taking that and they're reinvesting it into the business, into coaching, into building a new website, into actually building a funnel um, so they can really, really start monetizing the leads that they know they can generate with Facebook. And not only the leads, but the branding that's happening with all, with all their videos and all their ads. And just recently, they've now made two or three purchases, high-end photography purchases online from people all the way across the country. And so they're now expanding out nationwide when literally, you know, six, seven months ago, they were just a local business, all because of one Facebook video ad. And that's seriously, that, that's, that's a true story. And it's really cool. And it doesn't always happen that way. And no, they don't land big clients with all their ads. Hardly, none of their ads, that usually happens. But they are building a, a system now. It's a pretty cool thing. But the point is, is that it's all about taking action. And a lot of times it's not about getting it all perfect. It's just about getting it out there. All right, let's get into the next one. The next one is using a sweepstakes or kind of like a giveaway where somebody can enter to win something and they have to opt in to do that. Now, this type of offer for Facebook can work great for services like home services, things like when it comes to plumbing, heating and air conditioning, landscaping, cleaning services, those types of things, those types of services have generally really struggled when it comes to using Facebook ads to, to build their business, right? To generate leads because so many of those types of customers are only wanting that service at a very particular time. They have to be wanting that particular service at the particular moment that you're running Facebook ads. In most cases, unless you use something like a sweepstakes. Now, when it comes to these types of businesses, typically Google, pay-per-click, PPC is always gonna be the best place to start. It's gonna be the lowest hanging fruit. It's gonna be where your customers are. However, it can be really expensive. And that sweepstake is speaking to someone who you know might have that pain point at the time, right? So think about how what you're giving away in the sweepstake is still appealing to your target audience. Yeah. And that's always in addition to, I mean, this, you know, whatever makes you money and whatever medium makes you money. I mean, we're all for that. We just happen to talk about you know, this particular platform all the time, but just to our, our initial point is uh, when we first started the show here, 
today is that you should, for those types of keyword phrases, there's types of services where there is an urgent need. Like if you're a plumber, you're an electrician, you know, you're a HVAC guy or gal. I mean, you should definitely be doing those types of advertising as well for people who urgently need your service. But in this particular case, you might not urgently need a brand new boiler or, you know, furnace for your house, but you know, it's sort of at the end of its life's lifespan. So you might be more prone to opt in for this. And and then obviously, once you do the install, if you're the HVAC uh, supplier, then uh, they're going to be become customers, hopefully for life, if you provide the level of service which which you provide as, as a good small business owner. Yep. And the thing is, is there's typically only about 5 or 10% of the entire potential audience that is ever actively searching for the particular service that you might provide. What about the other 90 to 95%? Well, that's where Facebook comes in or other kind of social media or display advertising comes in. And that's where now you can reach all of those people that are in your potential audience. Maybe they're homeowners. Maybe they have a certain size of home or they have a certain amount of kids or, or whatever it is. A lot of people don't realize this, but yes, we can target people based on things they like, things they click on and those types of things. However, uh, we actually got confirmation of this uh, in our last meeting at the Facebook headquarters just literally this week from our, our account rep, our partner manager, and asked him to confirm that on the targeting, that Facebook's targeting is able to target people based on their web browsing history. And he said, absolutely, yes. You see, because Facebook has their their code, you know, every website seems like on the planet now has some kind of a Facebook like or share or comment, you know, widget on their site. And any site that does, that means Facebook is tracking that data. Plus, if you're logged into Facebook, you talked about, they're tracking everything. And that's why a lot of times, well, you might visit a website you might not even have had clicked their ad or been to their specific website, but you might have gone to a, let's say a particular website all about supplements and you, you went to that website, didn't click a Facebook ad or anything like that. But then later on, you started seeing Facebook ads from another supplement company. And that's because they're targeting you based on, you know, interests. One of the ways they gather that is from your web browsing history. And this can be really powerful when it comes to, you know, these services types of business. However, like I said, 90 to 95% of those people do not have intent. And so this is where a really good offer comes in. And uh, a while back, I actually did an interview with Kim Walsh Phillips from the Elite Digital Group. And she's also the author of The No BS Guide to Direct Response Social Media Marketing, which is co-authored with Dan Kennedy. And her company also manages Facebook ads for GKIC. And she talked a lot about the stuff they're doing with the GKIC campaigns, but she also talked about other clients that they have. And a lot of their clients are in the services industry. And what has worked really, really well for them is, for example, a client of theirs has an HVAC company, air conditioning, heating, heating and air conditioning. And what they do is they give away a $2,000 furnace. So they just run Facebook ads to opt in, enter to win a $2,000 furnace. And they do that. And then on the thank you page is where they have another offer a call to action to have somebody come in for a free consultation. And then of course, when they get to the house, they can upsell them into some kind of a service monthly package or quarterly package. And that's where they make their money. And so this kind of offer you can use in tons of different types of businesses. If you have a church or an organization, or if you have like a car dealership, whenever I talk to somebody that's in the auto industry, a lot of the car dealerships run these 
tent sales, the big tent sales, and they'll give away something really cool like a free car sometimes or win win $1,000 or lots of these different giveaways, and they'll do all their traditional marketing and email their list and stuff. But it's such an easy way to get new blood into your system. Run Facebook ads for the event. Make sure the event has a good hook. You can do this for your church, so many different things. And then once you get them at your event, that's when you can do your magic and build the relationship. But people love to show up at stuff like this. And the key to that is that you really do want to offer a physical product, something in the case of of the furnace example. I mean, that's something that's a physical product that you might not be on your wish list of things that you've always wanted. But in this particular case, you know, with contest domination, offer something that they probably really want, your avatar really wants, but probably would not buy for themselves. And, you know, so that's, I think, really, really important as a way to actually search for that on, on Amazon under wish lists. But, um, that's sort of secondary to it. So sort of think of your avatar. What is it that they really want, but they probably wouldn't buy for themselves like an Apple watch is something that I want, but I probably wouldn't buy it for myself. My wife's listening. She can get me one for my birthday this year, by the way. But um, that's actually really, really key because they did test it in a number of different markets and they found out that was a common thread. And a great resource for this is Contest Domination, which we'll have a link to in the show notes. And this is a great software that's made a ton of improvements over the last couple of years. And just a couple of days ago at War Room, Perry Belcher was just talking about three different campaigns they're running with their different e-commerce businesses and how they are just crushing it using contests in the, in the last two weeks. It's unbelievable the amount of leads they've generated for how cheap and the amount of leads that they're getting from people sharing the contest after they opt in. One of their campaigns had a $311 spend, generated 16,568 leads and $704 in immediate revenue because they're selling tripwires on the thank you page, like $7 offers on the thank you page. Now, this is a more of an e-commerce type of business. This is not a local business at all, so it's totally different. But the point is, is giveaways are a great way to, to generate leads from content on blog posts and stuff like that too. But it's a great software and that's what they're using because they have a great way to, you can add a pop-up and and stuff like that. It's cool. All right. Now this final example is another one of our coaching clients and his name's Bob and he owns a services company that does things like garage makeovers, garage flooring, sprinkler system installs and service and snow removal services. And in this example, we're really going to illustrate how everything that we teach on the Perpetual Traffic podcast and inside Digital Marketer Labs and inside Dominate Web Media, Facebook Ads University, is about how when you create goodwill, when you don't only drive traffic into opt-in pages and offers, but also have things like content-rich videos or run traffic into a blog post, that that's not only seeding your account with a lot of engagement and creating goodwill for people to want to come back and buy more from you later, but it also does create immediate leads into your business. So I'm going to play an audio clip from the last call that we had uh, about a week or two ago, and it was a coaching call with Bob, myself, and Richard Osterud, who is also the coach that's assigned to Bob that that supports Bob in addition to myself. And so I'm going to play this audio because it's just, I love it because it's funny. It's it's really funny when you listen to him, especially the part about how when when, uh, he, he told Richard that he thought I was full of, uh, you know what, and, uh, and then all of a sudden 
he's the phone started ringing. It's pretty cool. So I'm going to have you take a listen to this. And there's some key parts about this. The, the ad that he's talking about where he's getting more phone calls from is actually an ad that's driving traffic to a blog post where they don't have to opt in. It's just a value-driven blog post. Now, previously, he was only running traffic into offers like free garage makeover estimate, those types of things. And Bob's another doer. He just takes action. And sometimes it feels like he, he feels like he's just throwing spaghetti against the wall, but, it, but it's actually working. And so we're helping him really systemize that and build a better machine. So just listen to this and I'll help make more sense of it in just a second. Just something I just wanted to share with you, that's all. And I guess another thing is, it's, it, I mean, it's a good aha. It's just that it doesn't show up here as a conversion, but it's really a conversion because they're calling in, right? Yeah. So, you know, but after hours, we're getting my, my uh, answering service. And it's good. So I get the same message at night and I pass it on. So I just thought that was cool because I wasn't getting wow. as much as the aha to you guys keep, okay? Because yeah. until you remember, had me going, starting that, what you did with Bree, remember the blog? Yep. And I remember one point, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, you hung up, you had to do something else. I was going with Richard, and I said, you know, that shit ain't going to work. You know, I'm going to go back <laughs> to Bob Park. And now I'm seeing it from just, you know, shutting my mouth and, and, and doubling down and doing what you told me to basically build a foundation, right? I'm seeing now, it's like, you know, where's these people coming from? And then they're coming back out of the woods. So, I mean, it brings your cost way down, and it makes you feel good. It just now I'm trying to I want to identify that more. But I get, I get you, Richard. People are, like I said, just want to call in. But it's a good thing because I'm getting that more now than I was before, guys, before when I was just doing straight conversions. You know what I'm saying? So it's I guess it's more people get interested because you're warming wow. them up. It's just a nice way of saying thanks to you guys. But it just I just thought that was kind of cool this week. It's like, man, why am I getting all these phone calls? It's a good thing. So there you have it. So Bob, basically, what he's talking about there is when he said Keith was full of, you know what, what he was talking about was when in the call before that, we were helping him create some campaigns, running traffic into some, some content, some blog posts. And he'd already been running lead gen ads. So this was just an addition too. this wasn't telling him to replace that with running traffic into his landing pages and his offers. Still, the majority of his ad spend is focused on the, the lead gen, the free consults, the free estimate stuff. And now the next thing that we're going to be adding into this for the lead gen side of things is a sweepstakes like we just talked about and finding out a really cool giveaway for him. But in this particular recording, we're talking about the blog post and he, he made a comment about how Keith said, you know, you need to build a foundation. What he meant by that was me talking about creating goodwill and you're building that foundational goodwill with those audiences and you can retarget all of those people. Um, but more importantly, you are creating, you're making deposits. I like it to say you're making a deposit into the bank of goodwill. And Molly, uh, I love the way you say it. You say it a little bit better. And how do you say that again? Making a deposit into a customer or prospect's relational equity account. Yes, exactly. And so when you're doing that, of course, you can create those custom audiences and retarget people with your your lead gen campaigns or your sales-focused campaigns. But a lot of cases, people are going to see that and they're going to want to take action the first time in some cases. If they don't, no big deal because you can retarget them. So they run traditional lead gen campaigns into a landing page okay, off of Facebook. We're also running the Facebook lead generation. I know that sounds the same. It's kind of confusing, but one of Facebook's new campaigns is called a lead generation campaign where they can opt in right in the news feed. And they're running those right now and getting some leads from those. But the cool thing is, is they're getting more phone calls from people when they go to their content. And of course, they've got calls to action uh, throughout on their, on their blog posts too. 
And if you can, if it's possible, try and get a dedicated number for maybe for your Facebook ad too or for your landing page so you can track it so you know it actually does come from Facebook because not everybody will tell you what that source is. Um, we have a client that actually does ask. It's the first question that they always do, which a lot of businesses do. But if you can, I believe they use CallRail, if I'm not mistaken, which is a pretty good service to be able to do that. Uh, there's a number of them out there. But anyway, just numbers that you can get that you can track different sources. So if you have the the ability to do that, it's definitely worthwhile. Absolutely. And, you know, quick tip, low hanging fruit. As a local business, if you collect email addresses in any way, which, you know, most places I go um, usually ask for my email address, upload that custom audience, right, on Facebook and advertise to people who have bought with any special offers you know, get them to, to come back and buy again, super low hanging fruit, something that can help you uh, make a bunch of money because you know, they're interested. They've, they've already purchased from you before. And just to recap, the most important part is to just get started by boosting your posts uh, to your local audience, boosting any post that you want and starting there. Restaurants, those types of small businesses where people come in and they have to open the door to get into your business, coupons work great, okay? Buy one, get one free. Just like Ralph said, boost a post with your specials. But also coupons can work really well for those types of businesses. If you have a professional service like a dentist or a chiropractor, then a lot of times free consults work well, free teeth whitening type of offers work really well. But if you can add in a, an additional campaign where you're promoting a piece of content or a, a video or a video ad to, to have that one-two punch where you got a goodwill campaign and then your lead jam campaign really playing off each other. That's a great formula for success. Okay, home services. This is where you can do things like sweepstakes giveaways. Those are awesome. Okay, that's where you give away the furnace. And just make sure that you have a strong call to action on the thank you page to get them to take the next step and even follow up with a phone call if, if that's possible for your business. Okay, live events work great for tons of different types of businesses like the examples we used were car dealerships, churches, organizations, schools, those types of things. So our assignment for you is to just take one of these tactics and implement that for your business. There might be something in here if you're not a local business that you that might have hit home like the contest sweepstakes type of thing. But take one of these tactics, especially if you're a local business, implement it. Start the implementation process right away. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear back from you. Report back to us how it was or if you have any questions about like what type of offer you should use. Make sure you are a part of one of our groups, okay? Facebook Ads University over at Dominate Web Media, and then Digital Marketer Engage over at Digital Marketer. That's where we're at. That's where we're hanging out. Let us know if any of these sounded great to you. Let us know how it worked for you. If you've got suggestions or some other ideas of some other great offers, there's tons of stuff you can do. We'd love to hear about it. But just go out and implement one of these tactics and watch what happens. Uh, watch what happens to your lead gen. Watch what happens to your customer base. It, they will all improve. All right, that's it for today. If this was helpful for you, we would love to hear from you. Please go to iTunes, leave a review, leave an honest review and some feedback. That really does help this show get out to more people. iTunes takes a ton of consideration into the, the reviews that people leave. So please leave a review if it was helpful. And we can't wait to talk to you on the next show. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. 
For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.